Runk. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo! What's up, my babies? It's the Congratulations Podcast. Uh, October nineteenth, I'll be in Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Ohio. I will be October twentieth, Detroit, Michigan, the twenty-first. Orlando, Florida. The Don't Push Me Tour is coming to Orlando, Florida, November tenth. Fort Myers, November twelfth. November seventeenth, Richmond, Baltimore, Philadelphia, Reading, and then I just added some Oxnard, California dates where I'm going to be doing some new material. December fifteenth through December sixteenth, Oxnard Levity Live, and that's over in uh, near Los Angeles. Um, and, uh, so that's what's going on here, you know, um, but, uh, we're going to do right now the next episode of Congratulations. (laughs) I can't wait till this podcast is AI, honestly, and I just don't really have to do shit. Uh, it'll be a while though, I think. We've been doing this podcast now for how long has it been? It's been 17, 13, 6 years. Uh, so, uh, and that's just how quick I am at math, right? It's just how quick I am at math. Um, I bought a new scale, I bought an eye massager, and I bought deodorant. Those are my Amazon purchases. Um, Amazon's crazy, kind of. It's going, uh, Amazon's crazy. My son's three and a half, and he just will see something on TV and he'll be like, Ooh, let's get that on Amazon. And I'm just like, all right. You know, I just realized, actually, I have this here. And I, I don't know why. It must be because I was blowing my nose. But every time I, um, I have this next to my bed. And the reason why I have this next to my bed is because I wake up with a dry nose and I need to blow it so I can breathe. That's why. And I always think in the middle of the night when I do that, I wake up and I think, man, got to get Kleenexes because this seems like I'm, I'm, I'm squirting, right? This, this next to my bed seems like I'm, 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 I'm in the J files, right? I'm, 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 I'm going spanking, right? I'm not though, dude. It's for my nose. It really is for my nose. I don't use it for spanking. And every morning I wake up three 30 in the morning. I can't breathe. Take this, blow my nose. And every time the cleaning ladies come over, I'm like, dude, they probably think that these are for my spank files. And they're not, dude. And now I'm like, why Why is this here? I must have been blowing my nose. But anyway, I'm, if you, those you don't know what I'm holding, if I'm, you're listening to it, I'm holding a roll of toilet paper. I just have it next to my bed like I'm some college student, you know. But really, I'm a 43-year-old man with two kids sleeping next to a wife. I don't do it, okay? Yeah, now, do I square? Yeah, but do I, you know, I don't. You know, I don't use that to clean up. I just kind of like rub it on my underwear and then go to bed and roll over. Disgusting, but whatever, dude. It doesn't matter. You know, it really doesn't matter. It does, well, it does matter, honestly, because lately uh, I have to kind of, I don't want to talk about this, okay? Honestly, because it's disgusting to talk about the pocket, to to start off with the squirting monologue, right? Um. I mean, for for Christ's sakes, my parents listen to this podcast. Great, dude. And also, it's immortalized forever. My sons are going to hear it. Great, dude. Billy just got his shots. I don't know what they vaccinated him for something. They put one in one. They dipped it on his mouth and the other one on his leg. And I was holding him. Actually, Kristen was holding him. And I was right there holding two, kind of. But she was doing most of the holding. I don't want to take credit for it. And they just poked him. And he he was smiling. Dude, he's such a smiley baby. He was just like this. And then he goes, ah. And that's it, dude. My sons get through their emotions very quickly. Um, and that'll probably uh, probably be hell for them later. Uh, I keep my walls up. I've kept my walls up for a long time, but let's not get into it. But yeah, but then anyway, the floods came crashing in and it's all good, my babies. Um, yeah, leave a message uh, under here. Uh, when's the last time you cried? I'd love to know it. When's the last time you cried? Leave a message under the comments. Uh, leave a comment on the in the in the things. You know, we say leave a message, and that's absolutely ridiculous. But um, yeah, because I'm a I don't know, boomer or whatever. Posted some clips going dummy viral on some TikTok and Instagram shit. You know, I'm just uh, I almost threw a guy out. I was in Canada uh, this past weekend. I was in Canada. I did Montreal. I did Ottawa, and I did uh, Toronto. Well, I did Hamilton. I will be back in Toronto in Hamilton as well in March, but. I uh, didn't post those dates yet, but dude, I was in the things. You go watch the tour report and the other Chris Lee channel. 
but I was watching, uh, I was in the Montreal show, and let me just break this clip down for you. I did, I was doing a joke. I do a joke where this, the setup to the joke is I say it, and then I wait about six seconds to say the, the, the punchline. I hate saying punchlines. That's corny as shit, and I don't like quote-unquote jokes. But the part that makes people laugh, I say... Six seconds later, because in for six seconds, I'm acting like the guy who doesn't know what he's going to say and then says the thing. Now, in this six seconds, when I'm waiting, playing the guy, this other guy in Montreal screams out a punchline that is not as good as my punchline that I'm going to do. But what does that do? It fucks everything up. And then when I do mine, it's not as funny because everyone's like, oh, that guy just yelled out. All right. Now, he ruined that part of the show. It's probably the hardest laugh in the whole hour. Maybe. And he ruined it, okay? Uh, I got really mad, you know? Now, look, in the clip, I look beefy as shit. I'm working out. A lot of people are like, are you on testosterone? Let me just squash it right there. No. Your boy does all natural fitness. You know, he eats lean except for when he's on the road. He fucks up and he eats a spicy crispy chicken sandwich, right? He does do that, okay? He eats a burger and fries. He does do that, okay? Will he will he walk by a donut store? Will he grab one? He does do that. You know what I mean? If he's getting a coffee in the morning, does he see scones? And maybe he would, maybe he'll house one or two. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll do that, right? Maybe he will do that, okay? Will he get eggs? Will he get the bread and the eggs? And if they come, will he put it off to the side sometimes? But will he also house the house the bread sometimes? Yeah, he did. It'd be one big happy family in his mouth, right? Be some bread, some scones, some ice cream, and a burger, right? Yeah. He'll house all of them, right? Hey, all the bad food, move in. Do you know what I'm saying? Co-parent in this motherfucker, okay, right? So... Yeah, I'm not on TRT. Do I want to take it? Yes. Have I been thinking about it? Yes. Have I been thinking about taking HGH? Yes. Have I done it? No. Have I? No. People also talk about, oh, why does he dye his hair and not his beard? Have I ever dyed my hair? No. I will dye it silver. Once I start getting it, I'm going to, dude, I'm going to get the full Raiden. All right? But anyway, I'm getting off topic. Yeah, I look beefy. It's my shoulders mostly doing all the work, but whatever, dude. The guy chirped out. I went to go kick him out. I said, dude, th- now this is something I say all the time. If I got to kick a guy out in America, I go like this. Who said that to the security? The security goes like this. It's too hard to see. It's too hard to see the people because they're in a sea of people and they're yelling out something. So uh, I never really expect them to find it. In Canada, I say, who did that? The Canadian security guard goes like this. Him right there. And I was like, oh. And now I'm looking at the guy, and I say, all right, well, if you know who it is, throw him out. So the security walks over. They say, yo, you got to go. And the guy goes, oh, man. Sorry, Chris. I love you anyway. Felt bad. Ruined the show for everybody. Ruined the show for twelve for 1,300 people. Felt bad. Why? Because he's a big softy. That's what my mommy said. And I just talked to her on the phone. She said, I'm a big softy. Oh, for fuck's sake. He's a softy. She said, I know you're a softy. And I was like, I'm a big softy in a way. Right? Softy brothers. Hanka charms. And um, so now I say, all right, he could stay. I feel bad. My anger subsides. Cool. All good. Anger subsides. That's how angry I get. I'm also better with my anger now. Okay. Now, that's fine. The clip's over there. It's doing great. So I'm thinking about my anger. I talk about my anger on stage a little bit. Another guy chimes in and I I get mad. It's a clip online, but whatever. I'm here talking about anger. So I get through the whole weekend I do my Hamilton show. Holy shit, it's gangbusters. All good. He keeps the seats warm, but not too warm because they stand up. You know what I mean? So, um, And we're going back to 
the airport to leave the airport in Toronto, my driver is one of those races where you're like, I don't know what race that is. Do you know what I mean? Like as a white guy, I'm I'm pretty sure all white guys, we know there's this race out there where we're just like, you got me, right? Like Asians, you can tell. Blacks, uh, Indians, you get it, right? Now we can understand Samoans after like the last 10 years, The Rock and all that shit. Even though he's, you know, I don't know if he's Samoan, but like we get it, right? Whatever my driver is, that's the white guys. We know what, what, what I'm saying. He was that race, the race where you look at him and you go, the fuck is that guy like a Filipino or something? But why does he not have the eyes that they have? Right. Okay. Whatever that race is, that's what the driver is. And I, I, I don't, I'm not the kind of guy that's like, I don't see color. Dude, I see color. I recognize color. I appreciate it. I respect it. So I see the driver and I go, don't know what race he is. See it, check it, respect it. Let's get up in this SUV. We get up in the SUV, all five of us, all right? We're in the SUV, driving to the airport. Now, Toronto's got one of those airports that's in Toronto, and then they've got the airport that's a little too far, and it's so annoying that they have it there, and that's the one I'm getting it out. Okay, it's like Pearson or something. I got to go like 40 minutes, but really it's 50 minutes, and I'm fucking driving out. I'm in the freeway. In the car, whatever race the guy is who's driving is driving, all of a sudden, Sam, my videographer, working on my shit, Sam's computer comes flying forward. Why? Because the driver is screeching, okay? Meaning we almost get into an accident. Meaning I'm like, maybe the guy is Filipino, right? Because Asians always be crashing. But he's not, though. I still don't really know what race he is, okay? We almost screech. I hear, nah. Because here's the thing. When you're about to get into an accident, it's not the almost accident that is going to make you get in an accident. It's the afterwards, right? <laughs> because you're like, I can handle this. I can handle this. I got this. I got this. I got this. We stop. And then after that, it's up to all these other knuckleheads behind you to navigate and see what the fuck is going on to avoid you, right? And those people aren't you. And that means they're idiots. So you go like this. And then you go. Let's hope for the best. There's nothing you can do at that point. You know, it's like in horror movies when that fucking stupid shot that they do where somebody opens the fridge door, looks in the fridge, and the music is happening, and then they close the fridge, and not, and you know, either someone's standing there or they're not standing there, but they've done it so many times that you're like, oh, fuck, they're going to close the refrigerator door, and it's going to show a guy, right? That's the same thing as waiting for that accident. You just kind of hope for the best. Hopefully the guy isn't there from the fridge. Hopefully we're not going to get hit in the back. So I hear, and I'm like, oh, it's coming closer. Fuck, brace yourselves. And they just drive by, okay? So I'm like, wow, we made it out. All good. We continue driving. We're at a zero mile an hour thing. Then we start going again. Then I hear more honking. Then I look to the left. And then I see three people in that car going like this to my driver just fucking flipping them off like this like like big ones too not you know how some people do it like that they had their full fingers like that just being like red as shit craziest thing was no clue what race they are okay so now i've got a full-on race war with two races i don't know what they are which is fine but also the guy's super red because he's so mad. So I don't even really know what color he is. So they're doing the thing where they're like, you know, trying to to the SUV. And my driver's going like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, whatever his accent is. My tour manager in the back is like, just let him go, let him go. Guy lets him go. Okay. So now they're in front of us. So now I'm like, okay, it's probably over. We're behind them. All good. In front of us, window, driving just like this. Guys just driving like this, flicking the, flipping the dude off behind us. My driver 
goes like this. The guy in the front turns around. I mean, I've never seen red like this. And he goes, my driver goes like this. you i would have if somebody did that to me i would have shot myself in the head that is the most disrespectful thing to do when somebody's mad is to look at them and go and he did that the guy gets out of his car walks over to our car and is so mad and then spits on our car walks back and drives away and i was just thinking about it man about how long that guy was angry, you know? He was angry for minutes. And not just angry, blood curdling angry. So I guess what I'm saying is, I'm pretty proud of myself for just getting angry and then letting it go. I feel like that guy was in a bad place, though. You never know what people are going through, right? Like, what if that guy just found out his dad, you know, got... uh, you know, stabbed in the fucking eyes. You don't know, dude. You don't know. You don't know. But the shows in Canada were awesome. Hamilton is on fire, right? Didn't stay there, obviously, because it's Hamilton and it's 50 minutes away from Toronto. And why would I stay in Hamilton? Everyone says it smells like piss. Didn't smell like piss. It's actually very nice. Um, But Toronto's crazy awesome. It's just crazy awesome. It's just crazy awesome. They got great shops. And then you know why they're awesome? Because they have really good shops next to really shitty shops. And you're like, you got to find them. So when you find a cool place, you're like, oh, yeah, this is kind of extra special. Just coffee shops. You know, we stayed at that one hotel, which was really cool, really nice. I mean, they do this annoying thing where it's like a lot of it is sustainable and we make stuff, furniture out of fucking trees and all that, which I know they do anyway. Like a lot of furniture is made out of trees, but they make it a point to let you know that they're made out of like trees and shit because they got like, you know, their unfinished wood and like their bench has like fucking, you know, the like brown, you know, it'll be like a nice like uh like this color desk but like they'll have the really brown hole in it because there was a branch coming out of the tree and you got to be like oh this is great and it says something like sustainable on it and you're just like dude i don't give a fuck is it comfortable you know eco-friendly i don't know i don't think we should be eco-friendly if i'm honest just live it up you know what i'm talking about live it up we're on earth one shot now yeah you got to make it better for the generations to come but here's the deal Everyone in the world is going to fuck it up for them anyway. You think the trees give a fuck? You know what I'm talking about? You think we're going to get to the trees getting back at us? You think the ozone layer is going to deteriorate before some guy hits the red button? You know what I'm talking about? You think think that the CO2 is going to deplete before some guy in some chair somewhere just hits some fucking button? That blows up half the world? Nah. And then we get some dark skies? Nah. Dude, drink Arrowhead bottled water. Use lots of hairspray. Don't buy electric. You know what I'm talking about? We're all going to get shot in the fucking face anyway. I'm a nihilist. But that's it. Whatever it is, dude, I hope that Calvin and Billy are okay. Here's the other thing, too. We got other planets, you know? You think that it's you think that we're not going to be able to move to one of those planets? Bullshit. You think we're not going to be able to go to Mars? I know it's real cold or whatever. Whatever. Saturn, maybe it'll be fucked up. But what about that ring? I have a picnic, legs off. You know what I'm talking about? Like the construction workers, like that one picture where they're all eating sandwiches on that high beam? That's me on Saturn with my family and fucking... 2080. I'll be dead. How about this? My mother-in-law went to Ireland, got me this. Dude. I'm on my fucking Peaky Blinder, dude. Wow. Dude, you know what's funny about hats like this? You might put it on and be like, huh in a store and get it and then bring it home and be like, I'm a piece of shit. Why'd I buy that? (laughs) Whoa, I look like a fucking raging asshole, huh? 
Like, imagine a guy like this. It's like, yeah, just take a left and then a right and then you'll see it. You know what I mean? Imagine a guy like this just on a, oh, this is, oh, this, dude. I directed Brothers McMullen. Oh, this, dude. Oh, I directed a movie called Somewhat Somewhere. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. I directed a movie that fucking lost at Sundance. Holy shit. Look at the hat I got on. Oh, man. I'm a guy that calls movies pieces. Holy shit, dude. Get out of here. Oh, God damn it, dude. Why don't I have a twisty mustache when I wear that? But anyway, though. Um... <sighs> the writer's strike is over, I guess. I didn't know that that would be happening. But they say they reached a kind of a deal. WGA, AMPTP, too many fucking letters. Reach historic contract agreement to end 146-day writer's strike. This deal is exceptional. What is it, dude? They can't use... Uh, Uh, groundbreaking additions to the WGA's minimum basic agreement. The nitty-gritty details of the language are used to generate AI. Um, cool. Well, congratulations to the people, to the writers. Um, to be clear, no one is to return to work until they... Hmm. Okay. That doesn't matter, you know? They'll still use AI. Writers will use AI. That's the thing. Basically, this whole thing was like, you know. This is good for three years? Yeah. Oh, man. In three years, we're going to be striking again. We. Uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Kelsey is, uh, they're going out t t together. And they went to um, uh, his football game. And she worked. Converse and Converse sold out and he wore an outfit and his outfit sold out and then his jersey sold out. So, okay. Everyone, come on. Get get the other outfits. Get the outfits that you want, right? You're looking at a fucking shoe that somebody else wore and you go, ah. Here's the thing. Kelsey, Travis Kelsey wore that outfit, that, that bedroom blue bedroom that this guy it's called the blue painting bedroom the bedroom painting outfit whatever he wore and um you'll find it online and post it but uh and then whoever created that bedroom painting jacket renamed it when they saw travis kelsey uh wear it to the 1989 jacket because that is synonymous with taylor swift and then they sold out so everyone, he tricked you. Everyone, he could. So that's what happened. So the jersey sales are through the roof, not because of the way he plays, but because who he's doinking. That is absolutely crazy. And he's good. Travis Kelsey's good. But that's the power of Taylor Swift. That's the power of the Poonani. That's the power of how good she is at singing and kind of dancing, even though she's bad at dancing. That's the power she has of, of doing... I could name... Here's the thing about uh, Taylor Swift. Hey, Chris, do you know any Taylor Swift songs? Nope. Hey, also, Chris, when I'm in the car, oh, I know this song. Who is it? Taylor Swift, right? I got to start dating Taylor Swift so my fucking life rips line goes nutty, goes absolutely nutty. No, dude, I'm not going to date her, man. I'm married, and I love, I love my wife. You know what's crazy is? Um, I was gone for six days with my wife and my kids and I fucking missed them big time, dude. I never really knew what missing was, honestly, because I had my walls up. I never really knew what, uh, missing, what missing someone was. I didn't get it. I didn't know if it was a feeling or not. I, or I thought it was just something that people said. I was like a robot. I was like one of those robot in one of those fucking movies where it's like, why are your eyes raining? That doesn't understand crying, even though they would know the word crying because it would be in their database. Some writer thinks it's cute to say, have the robot say, why are your eyes raining? That was me, dude, when it came to missing someone. Is it a longing? Is it, is it a longing or is it just a word? And then I had kids, and now not only do I miss my kids, I miss my wife. What the fuck? He misses too much. 
And she sends videos, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I love it, you know? Um, Look at this, Martin Scorsese, just an old guy, huh? Love it. Talented is all get out, just an old. You can't fight that shit. You just become old, and then you become just an old guy, right? Like, I didn't know how to do something on my phone the other day. And I was just like, oh, it's just not for me. I'm 43. That's not what I'm going to do. Oh, yeah. I go like this. Yeah, I was at this place in uh, Toronto. I can't remember what the place was called. Really great staff and all that shit with the workers. They go, I, late at night, I look on the menu. If I, dude, if a menu says smash burger. Oh, hey, dude. If a menu says smash burger in it anywhere. I'll locate it. I'll locate it like Robocop trying to figure out how to ricochet the bullet off the wall to get the bad guy who's kidnapped the girl. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just like, smash burger, located like this. And then all of a sudden, I'm reading, smash burger, double patty, cheese, melted cheese, special sauce. I'm reading, hello, I would like a smash burger. Hello, I would like one smash burger. What kind of fries? Would you like sweet potato fries? Am I a fucking asshole? No, I would like regular fries. What size? Am I a fucking communist asshole? I would like large. If I'm getting a smash burger, it totally defeats the purpose. If I go small. Get it, bitch. Whoops. Sorry. Autocorrect. Autocorrect. Woman. And um, so let's bleep that out. So um, so if I see Smashburger, dude, oh, my mouth is getting clogged up. Right? If I see, if I so much as get a glimpse of the word smash in front of burger, I'm going quiet for a bit, right? In 15 minutes, mom's the word, dude. Remember when they just started doing smash burgers and everyone started saying less and shutting the fuck up because of how tasty two smashed patties are in between a brioche bun? Put brioche on it, dude. Oh, put brioche on it. Go ahead. Hey, dude, I'll just eat a brioche bun like I'm a goose. Just in parts. Brioche and smash? Come on, bro. I'm getting clogged up. Mouthwise and artery-wise. So I'm eating the smash burger, but I go like this. Somebody in my crew gets a spicy Nashville chicken sandwich. Okay, so the waitress says, now just so you know, it's really spicy. And the guy who's Mexican in my camp says, yeah, it's okay. I'm Mexican. I'm used to spicy stuff. And she said, I was going to say, you're not white. And everyone laughed. And I laughed. I didn't really think it was all that funny. Not because I was offended, just because I'm like, I get that's the joke, but also we're in dangerous territory. Somebody could get fired. We're talking about race. He gets the spicy chicken sandwich, and so does another guy, Denny, the guy I bring on the road to do some time before me. He eats the Nashville spicy chicken sandwich. He goes, this is too spicy. It's not good. It's too overwhelmingly spicy. Enrique, the Mexican guy, says, it's really spicy, but I love it. And he eats the whole thing. Now, whoa-oh, I'm curious. I really want to try this Nashville chicken sandwich because I love spicy stuff. You saw my Hot hot Ones episode. I flew through it. If you can't get through the Hot Ones shit, honestly, you're kind of a bitch. I'm cool with that shit. It wasn't a big deal. 
So I, they say, do you want to try mine? Because I'm not going to eat it. And I go like this. No, it's tainted. I get my own shit. I don't really bite shit from people's sandwiches. I might, but I damn well won't do a sip thing from another person's soda. And, and that's like a white thing that people do. A white, white people are like, try it. Like my friend David Sullivan, he's always like, you want to try my fucking? It'll be like a, a gr- gross, like a milkshake. And you're like, bro, it's all pink in your mouth. I'm not doing it. And uh, so I say, no, I'm going to get one. So they go, okay, it's really spicy. I say to the lady, to the waitress, I say, I want that. It comes over. I take a bite. It's tremendously spicy. I ate the whole thing. And it was great. Now, the reason why I say this, when I'm talking about Martin Scorsese, remember when I was saying he's just the old guy because he was saying he wants to fight back. I didn't say this yet, but he wants to fight back against comic book movie culture supported by directors like Christopher Nolan. We've got to save cinema. Cinema's fine. And he's just being the old guy. And in this situation, I wasn't the old guy yet. But I was the old guy when I got home. I shit my brains out. My feet were off of the floor like Jeff Daniels in Dumb and Dumber. And it was fine. Didn't burn, but I evacuated my bowels. Then I went to bed and then I woke up. And I felt okay. I was like, good thing I evacuated my bowels last night. And now I could just kind of do my thing. So I went, I got a cup of coffee, I drank it, and and I got my gym clothes on. And I went downstairs to do the gym at the one hotel. And I did some lunges. Yeah, naturally, I got beefy like that. I also did some other things, some shoulder stuff. And in the middle of the workout, I was the old guy again. My stomach goes like this. And I go, hmm. I do another set. Walk into the bathroom, feet off the ground, evacuate my bowels. Never in my life have I sweat so much than in that moment when I was in that hot bathroom, evacuating my bowels in the middle of a workout. Dude, I was so glistening. I was... I might as well be the main character in The Shape of Water. It was unbelievable, dude. It was unbelievable. So anyway, man, I'm the old guy too, Martin Scorsese, but that's what that's what I'm saying. But everything's changing. Nothing can be saved. Yes, dude, he said it. He's a nihilist. I get it. I'm a nihilist. I've said it before, but wow, dude, nothing can be saved. The ozone, cinema, whatever it is, earth, gone. Martin Scorsese we need, says we need to fight back against comic book movie culture by supporting directors like Christopher Nolan. We've got to save cinema. In a sprawling new profile with GQ, I don't like when they call articles profiles. Like it's some like, yo, yo you write you you write for a fucking magazine, okay? Martin Scorsese discussed some comic book in front of he, he, he does not like that shit. Topic which he has spoken about at length in the past. Uh... The danger there is what is doing to is what is doing to our culture because there are going to be generations now that think movies are only those. That's what movies are. Yeah, but there's, I guess, the widespread of the fucking movies like Christopher Nolan are, are in jeopardy, but they'll still always make them. They already think that he said, which means that we have to then fight back stronger, and it's got to come from the grassroots level. It's got to come from the filmmakers themselves. And you'll have, you know, the Softy Brothers on Kachams. And you'll have Chris Nolan, you know what I mean? And hit him from all sides. Wow. It's it's movies, dude. Guy's acting like it's fucking Dunkirk. Go out there and do it. Go reinvent. Don't complain about it. But it's true. We got to say cinema. He said while complaining. Guy's acting like it's the Vietnam War. You got to hit him from both sides, dude. Softy Brothers, flank right. Nolan, flank left. Oh shit, they just they just died. Cause they're fucking Um ooh, let's do some of these uh, what do you call them? Uh mouth uh what do you call them? The holler. Holler dot baby, dude. We've caught, teamed up with Hollerdot Baby um, to do these little quick things 
for people that can purchase them. Uh, so here's some. Unlock financial security with McCune Financial Group today. Call 563-549-8052. Check out You Don't Be Saying podcast on Spotify. Uh, Slime Doe. Slimed Oco. Etsy.com slash Slime Do Co. It's Slime D-O-H-C-O. The best slime and sensory kits. Oh, yeah, dude. Calvin likes that. The sensory kit shit. Um, an N? Where? Slime Men. S-L-I-M-E-N-D-O-H-C-O. There we go. That's what it is. Etsy.com slash S-L-I-M-E-N-D-O-H-C-O. O-H-C-O. What's that? Um, so, yeah. Dude, my mom fell and broke her hip. It fucking sucks. My mom keeps my mom keeps falling because she's a mom. Moms fall. Moms are just like... Moms will just be hanging out and then be like, oh, shit. And then you're like, what the fuck was it? And they're like, I don't know, a rock. And you're like, you're in the kitchen. Added that into the mix? Everyone's going down. You know what I'm talking about? My mom was just walking. My dad backed up. My mom, whoa. Now, let me tell you something. My mom is the shit. She's awesome. Awesome. She, you don't even know when shit's bothering her. She just, she goes, whoops, fell. Oh, all good. Goes to bed. You know, chilling. My dad's like, what the fuck happened? And my mom's like, you bumped into me. And wakes up, bruised ass fucking hand. I check in, what's up, mom? She's like, ah, that fucking my side hurts. I go, where? Mm, my brother goes over to visit a few hours later just for shits. Yeah, open the door. Hey, what's up? My dad. Hey, we called 911. I think mom's going to go to the hospital. Hey, hey. Sup? Hey, hey. Keep us abreast. Hey, hey, what's going on? Okay? They call me. Hello? Hey, your mom's in the hospital, going to the hospital, 911. What? Okay? We go. Turns out, now I went to go. I'm a good son. I go to the hospital. Hey, took some x-rays. She broke her hip. I go online. Look at people who break hips that are 74 years old. It's a death sentence. I go, oh, the doctors say, don't worry about it. It's not. That's just what's online. I go, whoopsie daisy, shouldn't have looked online. All good. So she gets the surgery. All good. Fine. Dude. The nurse there? Filipino guy. I know the joke is if Filipinos are all, they're, they're all nurses. I get it. He goes like this. You know, you know, everyone's talking, you know, you get develop a rapport. My mom was in the hospital for a few days. She's she's out now. She's good. Uh the Filipino nurse dude. We got a rapport all the shit. He says, uh, "Yo. There was a uh a black guy here once that we, we got admitted and um one of the things that were uh that was medical. We, we had to make sure he wouldn't eat any chocolate and there's chocolate around the hospital. And, uh, we wanted to make sure he wouldn't eat chocolate. So we put white gloves on his hands and he had to keep the white gloves on his hands. So, uh, he wouldn't have, we, cause so the chocolate would come off and we would know that he was eating chocolate. If you had, if you had the gloves on and we go like this, Oh, and then the guy says, that's a joke. Hey, man. No, it's not. It might not be true, but what? Dude, right away he said, that's a joke. It didn't happen. Bro, things like that are the creme de la creme of life. Thank you for that. 
hey, yeah, the guy, we had a black guy came in and we had to admit him he couldn't eat, um, he was, couldn't eat chocolate and so we put white gloves on him and then we came in and he had chocolate all over his gloves. He had brown all over his gloves. He knew he was eating chocolate. That's just a joke. That was how he told it. Dude, and so that, so now, that's the top joke. Beat that. I mean, I've worked 17, 18 years to become a professional comedian. Nothing I've ever said is that funny. And nothing ever will be. Because some Filipino nurse decided to make a racist non-joke. Oh, my God, dude. I don't know. I w when I went to Canada, I thought about how it was being how about about like you know because Canada gets a rep for being woke. It, it it really wasn't. My my jokes are not are are very. Uh, what do you call it? Not. They push the envelope hard, and uh, the uh, they were loving it, right? So I'm like, oh, this is just these are just people. It's not. It's everyone knows this woke shit is bullshit. And I was at the gym in Canada. And I did deadlifts and then I moved on to another exercise and before, and I moved on to another exercise before I re-racked re the weights and I'm doing the other exercise. I think it was chest. And as I'm doing this other exercise, a woman walks over and goes to start mess with the deadlift stuff, the bar that I didn't re-rack. Re why, why am I saying re-rack? So... I say, while I'm working out, I say, oh, I'm sorry. Um, let me know if you need help with that. I'll, I'll do it after this. And she says, oh, I'm good. Um, and also, let me know if you need help with anything. At first, I was like, wow, Canadians really are nice. But now I'm thinking, she said that because of she wanted to make sure that she knew that I knew that women were equal and stuff. And sure, but not here. Not at the gym. Also, here's the other thing. I meant to just be like, sorry, I didn't read. I didn't clean up after myself. But I think she took it as like, hey, darling, if you need me to lift anything he heavy, I'll do it because you may not be able to do it because your tits and pussy might be in the way. Like, I was just being friendly. And then she says, let me know if you need help. I should have said, oh, dude, yeah, honestly, definitely. Grab those fucking 90-pound uh, kettlebells so I can do farmer's uh, walk with them. I need I need help with that. Pick that up for me? You can't. No, neither can I. But you can't. Right, I, I can. I can do a, I, eighty. I, I, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with not ninety, but I mean maybe ninety. But eighty, I can go a few steps with. So, but dude, afterwards I thought about it, and I didn't even want to bring it up to my own self. Right, like sometimes you're doing shit, and you're like, ah, I'm never gonna think about that again. It kind of made me uncomfortable, and I didn't even want to bring it up to my own self. And Denny, who I was with working out, he said, "Remember when that happened? You think that girl said that because of that, and said it because of the equality thing?" And I was like, "Bro, I didn't want to think that, but maybe, maybe, dude." And so now I'm talking about it on the podcast. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. Not everybody can fucking be equal, you know. Everyone's not equal, you know. I mean, everyone deserves the same rights, but everyone's not equal, right? Some people only have like one arm. You're not equal. You deserve the same rights, but People with no arms don't deserve the same rights. I'll say it. Driving. You know what I'm talking about? Operating a forklift. Playing baseball. Right? Sucks. But not everyone's equal. And not even everyone deserves the same rights. Wow, That now that I think about it. Uh-huh. Paraplegic. Swimming. Right? You don't do that. You can't. It's against the law because it's against the law to kill yourself, and that's basically what that is. I mean, you need floaties, I guess, but whatever, dude. I'm losing people left and right, but it's like, you know, not everyone is created equal. Remember that whole shit in the 80s when they'd be like, everyone is created equal? 
And then you'd see your friend with like fucking one arm. Then what? Sure, equal if they're playing, you know, the slot machines, but... Dude, have you guys seen this? Britney Spears? I mean, honestly, dancing in the kitchen with knives. First of all, all of her videos are in this room, I feel like. But, dude. Let me be... I don't know if anyone's said this. Because it's so weird. It is weird because it's dangerous. And like also her fire alarm needs batteries. But like... And she smiles in the middle of it. She's still kind of doing it, Brittany. But almost, I mean, almost step. That's the double. The double is the real one that kills me. Dude. No pun intended. How about the fact that... Has anybody said this? She's crushing it, bro. That's like an awesome dance she's doing. And she's doing it with knives. And she's still got it. The only thing people should be saying is, you still got it. Oh. Oh. Gonna cut her fucking fingers off. Dude, hey, don't be doing that though, right? Because that's very dangerous. But also, everyone's worried about you. But also, um, you're crushing it. And... We made her crazy. And that's suck, right? And that's suck. People don't want to talk about how fame fucks you up. Fucks you up. Yeah. If I were her, I'd be dead. No doubt. No doubt. Right after I shaved my head, I would have been like this. Oh, this looks bad. Bang. That would have been me. Like, oops, thought this was a good idea. Bang. Uh, my God. I mean, her dogs and shit. Her dogs are right there. Uh, imagine in the middle, she just fucking stabbed herself completely by mistake. Like, that's just... Too much, man. That's kind of actually hard to watch. Wow. Um, remember the fucking... I always think about when stuff like this happens. I think about... I'm not going to look at it because I don't want to like add to the problem. And this isn't really that big of a deal. But like, remember when that data leak happened where like all of the celebs' nudes came out? It was like Jennifer Lawrence and... It's happening now? Oh, the fappening? Was that what that created? Really? Oh, that's funny. Um, like, I purposely didn't look that up. I still have not looked it up. And um, you too? Oh, nice. Oh, good. Oh, wait, go, go, fucking room full of good guys, huh? And uh, I just, that sucks. So I guess I, what I'm saying is I don't know what Jennifer Lawrence's titties look like. So, and I'm a good for, I'm good for that, right? Um, bro, this is awesome. Club Axe won't have to fork over merch money to Live Nation anymore. Live Nation announced a new program on Parkinson's, which Millie Nelson and the merch fees that have been widely de decried by artists and give 50 Yeah. Um, but this is only at clubs? No. Um, that's cool. Dude, it's a crime. You go to fucking... Um, places and you try to sell your merch and they take 20 to 25 to 30% of your merchandise. You pay. So that means you pay for the merch. We pay for the merch. We pay for the shipping to get it all there. We make some of the money and then we have to give 20 or 30% of it away. If you're not making boatloads of cash at for merch, it's not even worth selling merch. It's so shitty when you got to fucking give them a few thousand dollars just to pay the thing. It makes it, yeah, it's true, dude. This person said on, um, God, the fees that they do are so, the fees that the ticket guys do and the concert tickets are hard enough to get. You shouldn't have to pay surprise service fees on top of that. This is what President Biden is saying. It's probably the only good thing he's doing. But um, my administration is working to crack down on those junk fees so you know what you're paying for up front. Um, also, cancel. Somebody said, "Cancel merch tax." It makes it impossible for most working artists to make a living. Yeah, that's true, dude. Um, yeah, look at this. These are the states. Twenty percent for DC. Twenty-five percent New York. Twenty percent Boston. Well, there's none in New Haven or Richmond. That's cool. I'm going to be in Richmond. Better fucking make sure that happens. Uh, Montreal, 15%. Ottawa, none. Oh, that's nice. I was selling an art in Ottawa. Um, uh, minimeanmessages.com. Say anything to anyone, anywhere, anonymously. Looking Glass Podcast. Funny boys, silly gooses, listen to it. 
bright, colorful, painted pet portraits at tabs.paints.pets on Instagram. Smokeshowsauce.com, promo code BABY for 25% off. What's this one? Hey, Italian? We're two Italian brothers from Australia. We sent you some pajamas, baby. Slouch potato. Okay, I guess you sent me some pajamas. When am I getting it? Um, Let's do these tender ones. Do people still use dating apps? I guess so. Accidentally swipe right because I double tapped the button. What the hell is up with people? This person wrote. Um, do you have Percocets or lean? Wow. You know? Somebody writes, what the fuck? No. That, this is not what Tinder is for. The hell? And then they write, wait, really? I've been using it for perks and lean since 2020. Wow, dude. This is Lil Wayne on Tinder. Swipe left. <laughs> um, dude, perks and lean. Perks and recreation. He blocked me. At least I think I'm funny. This was one. This one is. Still no in-person dates? How do you know that? It's in your bio, LOL. Whoa, LOL. It was when I messaged you, but just looked at now it's not. <laughs> the person wrote, are you okay? He said, yeah, I'm literally not even kidding. When I looked at it, it said, due to COVID, no in-person dates. He said, you're confusing me with another profile. He said, "I'm okay, I'm very confused right now. Let's restart. Hey, how are you? And then the girl said, I'm good, but you should know I'm not doing in-person dates right now. Wow. Smashed him, dude. That's pretty... Uh, People get behind the screen of a computer and a phone, and they don't give a fuck, bro. Let's do this one. He gets got unmatched. Here we go. Can I be your slave? Yes. Will you use me as your toilet? No. I will use the toilet as a toilet. Wow. That's actually kind of weird. I mean, the pissing thing I get, the shitting, I don't get. I don't get. The shitting one is too much. It's very German. Yeah, let's do it. Sure. I don't care about the actual um smells of it. Haha. <laughs> Listen to Neon Shadows, a noir tale on Spotify. There we go. And you get those at holler.baby slash Crystalia. Go check those out for some. Say, I'll say whatever. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, uh, I'll say those fucking things, you know, and people like it. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, but that's the end of the, that's the end of the episode today for, uh, congratulations. Uh, leave a comment. And go to chrislee.com, get that merch and all that stuff, and check out where I am. And also, if you want to listen to the... That's the end of the episode. If you want to listen to the rest of the episode, the full episode, um, go on over to patreon.com slash chrislee. We have two years of episodes that will unlock immediately for just six bucks. Uh, so go check it out. Thank you very much. Patreon.com slash chrislee. <laughs> Thank you.